0: Hi, hello. How are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabel, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life, starting today. Fasting is not about a diet of burning calories. It's about burning ego, pride, and sins. Who are you without food? Ooh, baby. So fasting is the first principle of medicine. Fast and see the strength of the spirit reveal itself. And this all requires so much patience. Hi, hello, how are you? So welcome to another podcast. Today we're gonna deep dive into fasting. And you know why? Because right now I'm on hour 24 of a fast. I have never fasted for this long. I have done water, bone broth, and black coffee, that's it, and green tea only one cup of black coffee in 24 hours. And that was because I kind of felt a headache coming on. So prior to all of my digestive issues, I really had high cortisol levels. So there are certain, um, you know, maybe it's diabetes, maybe it's heart disease, whatever it is that you might have or you're going through that your doctor might not think that fasting is a good idea. So take this all with a grain of salt. Um, There was a period of of my life when I really couldn't fast because the my cortisol levels were already so high and fasting does, I guess, put more stress on your body. And so if your levels are already way off, sometimes it's just not good for you. So we're going to deep dive into this today. And I will apologize if there's any background noise because it is so windy here in Colorado today. Like I'm freezing sitting here and I can't believe I'm recording a podcast like on an hour 24 of a fast. Y'all, this is huge. I coming from bodybuilding, eating six meals a day, like I literally dream about food. Like I would have dream about bagels in my bed during competition prep. So, and then I'd get so hangry when I go to the store, like I'd go with the intention of going to like three stores and I'd only go to one because I couldn't, I had to get home. I had to eat. I was going to starve to death. This is such a freeing feeling. I can't even explain it to you. So I'm very excited about this. If you heard the episode, I think it was two episodes ago, we talked about how to raise and lower your fat thermostat. We're going to deep dive a little bit more and talk about your body set weight and how we can adjust it. Um, because even if we eat all the right things and change our diet every single month and you know hire new coaches and whatever the case may be, we fail to address the long-term problem. And that problem is insulin resistance. Okay. And this problem is one of meal timing when we're eating and what we're eating. Um, And so to understand obesity and the epidemic we have going on in this world, we have to realize insulin is the major hormonal driver of weight gain. Insulin causes obesity in infants, children, adults. And you're probably saying, Shauna, where would an infant get high insulin levels? The answer is from his or her mother. Okay, so, it and we're just predisposing our children. We're like setting them up for failure and we don't mean to. So I'm just here to educate you, help you hopefully in some way, shape or form. And the reason I bring this up is because we're, we don't want to set our children up for failure. We love them, right? But obesity is becoming more and more of a problem and same with heart disease and diabetes. So just a simple lack of understanding about the true cause of weight gain has us focused on reducing our calories. Like I know so many people that hire me as a coach and they're under eating. They're just literally eating 900 calories a day and increasing exercise, which literally has almost no success. Maybe in the short term, but in the long term, we all know it's not sustainable. You're gonna gain that weight back and then some. Been there, done that, which is why I'm so passionate about this. So the first thing we typically do is look at the foods we eat, right? Right? So this is how we initially change our diet when we go on a diet. This is great, but how can we get our body into a state of low insulin levels for a long period of time? So yes, proper foods prevent high levels, but it won't do much to lower them. So remember, it's all about foods. They raise insulin, carbs and protein more than fat, but the only way for us to lower them completely is to abstain from food. And you're sitting there like, oh my God, how do I not eat? keep listening. So why doesn't restricting calories work? Because it causes an increase in hunger and a decrease in metabolic rate. So your metabolism slows down and this derails your weight loss efforts and ends in failure. So fasting, on the other hand, it succeeds because it produces beneficial hormone changes and that chronic caloric deprivation does not do this. So it reduces insulin and insulin resistance. So please, 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 whoever is listening to this, stop eating 900 calories a day. You know, it's so sad that there's so many coaches out there with these cookie cutter programs and they're having some big macho guy and some little skinny girl eat the same calories. Like there's, there's a method to this, you guys. And I know decreasing calories will allow you to lose weight in the short term, but I want you to have long-term success, which is why I want to talk to you more about fasting. So there's different types of fast. 16-8 is one I always did, which would mean you go 16 hours without eating and you eat within an eight hour window. So the most common, this is the most commonly practiced method is basically skipping breakfast. Um, So you decide that you will only eat between 1 and 9 p.m. And then you'll go without any meal for the remaining 16 hours of the day. Uh, there's also 12 12 fasts, so you fast for 12 hours, eat within a 12 hour window. This is a great option if it's your first time. Um, and then there's the 24 fast, 20. Um, 20- hours of fasting, four hours of eating. Um, this is a more intense method and, but the results are more drastic. Uh, you can have deeper sleep. Um, but you know, there's also side effects as well. This is more for advanced people who have done fasts before. Listen, like 16 and eight guys works really, really well, to be honest with you. And then there's a full 24 hour fast, which is a full 24 hours without eating. And people do this at least once or twice a week. And this can going to have major benefits. Helps to reset your gut bacteria, improves cardiovascular health. But again, this is for people with a lot of experience. So don't please, tomorrow, just go a day without eating and expect to be okay. Because when I, two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago, did an 18-hour fast, I literally wanted to go to the emergency room. My body was detoxing so bad. I was in fetal position for hours. I went to bed at 6 p.m. I'm like, what is wrong with me? And this 24-hour fast has been a piece of cake literally in 10 minutes, I will be up from 24 hours. And I'm going to actually try to go a little bit longer because I feel so good. Like, why not? So there are many methods to fasting, but today we're going to talk a little bit more about a plan to break insulin resistance and lose weight. And these fasts last typically between 24 and 36 hours. Remember, give or take a little bit. So why are we so focused on insulin? insulin is a direct driver of weight gain. So if we can break these high levels of insulin for periods of time, we'll find ourselves much more vibrant and healthier. Okay, so what fasting is, is time-restricted eating. Okay, it's the act of withholding food for a specific period of time. So you can have non-calorie drinks like water, tea, green tea is amazing, uh, black coffee, unless you choose to eliminate them for religious reasons. Um, but fasting has no specific duration. It literally varies person to person. Now, I've done water, black coffee fasts. Um, recently, what I've been loving is the water, bone broth, and tea fast. Um, but if you're tired of your low-calorie diet, disrupted sleep, any health concerns, low energy, weight plateaus, brain fog, like just keep listening. I swear to you guys, this works. Okay. So our body has two main sources of energy, glucose and fat. And when glucose is not available, the body adjusts by burning fat. This is fabulous, except we never give our bodies a chance to burn fat. We eat constantly. It's our body's always getting that glucose, always. So think about this, every time you eat a meal, your insulin levels are going to rise. Your tissues are going to uptake the glucose for direct use of energy right? Anything left over is going to get stored in your liver and your muscles. But if you're always eating and supplying your body with glucose, how do you expect it to tap into the fat stores? It's going to go for what's readily available first, right? So imagine about 24 hours after fasting, your insulin levels are going to begin to fall. And this transition usually happens one to three days after fasting, okay? And your body starts using ketones for energy, And so right now, maybe it's lunchtime, maybe it's breakfast, maybe you're driving to work and you're just thinking about another cup of coffee loaded with sugar or what you brought for lunch or how pizza's coming into the office. You guys, our bodies can survive such long periods without food. It's your mind you have to convince. As a society, we've literally just been obsessing over like anything we do is around food or drink. I have to admit. I did online dating for a little while, right? Let's just reflect on Shauna's dating life. It's absolutely, absolutely terrible. (laughs) But everybody always wants to meet for food or drink at night. And I made a rule. If somebody wanted to meet me, I would meet them in the morning for a cup of coffee or a walk in the park. And that's literally how I met people because I was like, it doesn't, I don't, I don't want any alcohol to influence like me getting to know you. I don't think we need, our world needs to revolve around food and drink. I think we can make better choices. So think about that. The next time you have a girls night, maybe it's like a book club and you guys are all reading the same book and you just talk about the book and drink some hot tea. It doesn't need to be around wine and beer and pizza. And I mean, is that lovely? Yes, but we've just, we're just abusing it. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about the myths about fasting because there are so many books and podcasts and I'm not saying there's one size that fits all or anybody's right or wrong, but I just want to debunk a few of these for you. So please stop believing everything you hear. Fasting, you know, there's just, there's a stigma to it, right? People think fasting will put you in starvation mode or lower your metabolism or burn all your muscle or overwhelm you with hunger. Or when you do resume eating, you're just gonna eat everything in your kitchen. Okay, this is all just nonsense. It's crazy. I'm fine sitting here right now. I'm not hangry at all, you guys. This is lovely. I had like one bout of like really serious hunger, and that was actually this morning when I went to yoga, and hunger comes in waves, it passes. It's your mind, you have to convince. Okay. So the biggest mess is overeating after fasting, which in your head may negate the effects of the actual fast. You're like, I'm going to just go overeat anyway. But honestly, studies have shown that you will eat more calories after you break a fast, but you're still going to have a net deficit. So you're still going to lose weight. You're still going to feel better. There are so many benefits. And in the long term, you're appetite actually does decrease with the increased duration of the fast. So that's probably why at hour 24 right now, I feel better than I did at hour like seven. It's interesting. It's mind blowing because all we do is eat. So like I said, I don't identify as a bodybuilder anymore, but it really, I really relate to a lot of different things going back to being a former bodybuilder. Social isolation was a real thing because like I said, our society is solely focused on food and drink. And You know, we never question the person in the office who's eating the cheeseburger, but we'll question the person who's just drinking water for lunch. Like, we've normalized so many unhealthy habits. It's insane. Even when I would bring, like, chicken and rice or fish and veggies or something like that, everybody would look at me weird. Like... In the office or whatever. And then, like I said, we just normalize, like, oh, I ordered Thai food and yesterday I had Mexican. Like, stop. (laughs) Makes me sad. Gosh, I don't know. Think about how complicated diets are, right? What are you trying to follow right now? I guarantee you're trying to follow something. I turned on the news yesterday for the first time in weeks and they had a lady on there that was 416 pounds and she had done Weight Watchers. The fact that she made the news tells me there's a million people right now that are starting Weight Watchers. It's a new year. This lady had great results. Diets are complicated and they're short-term, okay? So counting calories... I mean, it's like it messes with you. It's like a whole nother job. Like, do I eat the whole wheat bread? No, please don't. Or the white bread. Do I have the refined carbs or, or the complex carbs? I mean, what's the difference? I got to get on Google. It's just so complicated. But we make it that way, okay? Fasting, on the other hand, frees up a lot of time because you don't have to think about your next meal. And personally, like I said, it's just so weird for me because I spent seven years of my life thinking about what time it was because mealtime was the best time, Okay. Just different perspectives, ways to think about things. We don't have to overcomplicate this. So what do you do on fasting days? So stay hydrated. Keep water with you all day long. You can add some lemon in there, some lime, cucumber, whatever. Maybe some diluted apple cider vinegar and water. Um, All types of herbal tea are great. Spices like cinnamon and nutmeg add flavor to your tea. Green tea has been great for me. It's an appetite suppressant, so I just bring it everywhere I go. And something about this warm, soothing, like... Tea in your in your digestive tract just feels good. Um, you can have coffee, caffeinated or decaf, no sweeteners though, and then homemade bone broth only. There is a recipe on my Instagram and on my blog that I love. It's super simple, super easy, but it's very beneficial for longer fasts because you can become depleted. Um, Again, your body stores a lot, so really I'm doing just fine, and I've only had two cups of bone broth, Um, but make sure you don't add the bouillon cubes. They're full of artificial flavors and no canned bone broth because there's all a bunch of additives, additives in there, so make your own bone broth. Okay, now what do you do when you're hungry? Again, hunger comes in waves, it will go. So adjusting to a fast, it takes a period of time. Hunger pains, headaches, muscle cramps. I told you about my last detox. It was awful. It's signs the body is dumping its toxic load and it ends up in your bloodstream. So that's why you feel so terrible, but it's getting out of your liver, your adrenal glands, your kidneys. It's just flushing everything out. This will go away. It will get easier with time. And I've been doing these fasts because I wanted to be able to talk about it from experience. If I'd never done a 24-hour fast, I'd only be able to talk to you about the 16-8 that fast, okay? So remember how powerful your mind is. Hunger, again, comes in waves. And it's really important to stay busy on fasting days. Uh, remember, as the body becomes accustomed to fasting, it starts to burn stores of fat, and your hunger will be suppressed, Okay. Again, natural appetite suppressants are water, green tea, cinnamon, and coffee. You can do it. I have faith in you. I have full faith that your mind is stronger than you believe. So give give it time. Be patient, okay? This whole episode just about being patient because the results are so incredible. You can just feel like a new human. Now, what about exercise? It's great while fasting. I love to do yoga. Today, this morning, I did a hot yoga. Um, I do do CrossFit as well. I didn't during this fast. Um, your adrenaline levels are higher when you're fasting. Now, if you have diabetes or other you know conditions, make sure you talk to your doctor. But really, don't abstain from exercise when you're fasting. Okay. Be prepared to perform all the normal activities of daily living, and if you get dizzy or have a headache, it's likely due to low salt intake, so remember to add some extra sea salt in your bone broth or some mineral water. This will help alleviate that. It will pass, I promise you. Okay. Now, how do you break your fast? 16, 12, whatever it is, a small meal is best. Uh, Be be gentle on your digestive tract. Okay. So things like fermented food to feed the good bacteria in your gut, smoothies, more bone broth, soups, nuts, just small meals. Okay. Don't go get five guys. Okay. Please don't. Um, You're more likely to overeat and get heartburn, which will be very uncomfortable after resetting your whole digestive tract and your mind. You're cleansing your whole body with a fast. It's, it's quite magical. Okay. And I just want you to know this, like, Fasting is not a punishment. This is you loving your body. Make sure it fits into your life and adjust your fasting schedule to what makes sense for you. Don't just do it on Friday because your friend is doing it on Friday. You need to do it when it's going to work for you and remind yourself that this is for your health. I'm a big advocate. If you don't invest in your health and your wellness, you're going to invest in your illness. And I am a true testimony to that. I have spent thousands and thousands of dollars on my illness. (laughs) at only 31 years old, but I promise I'm thriving right now. And I just want the same for you. Okay. Please be patient with yourself. Fasting is like anything else. It's a practice skill. It gets easier with time. You know, when people question you, you don't feel the need to answer to everybody. Just do what makes you feel good. Okay. And if you need a little bit more motivation, there are so many studies that show fasting has improved diabetes, cardiovascular disease, cancer, neurological disorders like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. So many benefits. You are not your disease. You are not your diagnosis. And remember, whatever symptoms you have right now in your life, whatever those look like for you, it's just your body talking to you. Okay, so please listen to it. I just want to leave you with the most beneficial part of fasting and that's giving your body a break. Okay. Meditation, sleep is, you know, rest for the mind, rest for the body, but fasting is too. Okay. Let your cells and your genes focus on repairing themselves. If it's always trying to digest food, it's never getting a break in the nights. It's when like the cleaning people come right to detox. Now imagine if we just detox longer, It extends your lifespan and quality of life. It drops insulin levels, especially those with type 2 diabetes, um, insulin resistance, increased mental clarity, focus, alertness, and your body will adjust to weight loss a lot easier and it's going to maintain that weight loss. Calorie restriction doesn't work. It doesn't work. I've been Just try something a little bit different. Again, if you have high cortisol levels, any other health issues, run this by your doctor. Um, There are lots of books and lots of um, different points of view when it comes to fasting. Uh, And I can't say that I've been the biggest advocate of it in the past, but now with my health and what I know about fasting and having my nutrition certification and all of that stuff, I'm like, wow, there are just so many benefits and I had to share it with you guys. So take a moment. Take a deep breath, maybe pick a day on the calendar that looks nice for you, you know, that you're not too crazy busy, but busy enough to where you're not like, oh my God, when can I eat? And imagine a world without obesity, diabetes, metabolic syndrome. Take away the heart attacks, the strokes, the cancers, less medication. Imagine what a new deeper understanding would do for our world. That's all I want to do. Help you understand, educate you, show you different points of view. It starts today, and it starts with you. I love y'all so much. Please, 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 if you like this episode, share it with a friend. Rate, subscribe, review. Let's reach more and more people about mental health, nutrition, taking care of our bodies and our minds. We can show up every day better than before, okay? Every breath is a chance to have a new beginning and to to just re-regulate what, you know, what we've always been taught, what we've always been doing. It doesn't mean it has to be forever. You can change today. You don't need to wait until January 1st or December 30th or June 5th or whatever the case may be. Take a deep breath and start today. It starts today. It starts with you. I love y'all so much. Have a beautiful day. Make sure to drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.